Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Hello, late tea time Potters, Look at Tyndall there. You thought I was going to bring him on, but he's already uh, there. I surprised re- you there, didn't I? I just want to retweet us. Oh, there we are. Look, there we are. There you go. There we go. Get the admin sorted out, Dave. Um, I am James. He is Dave, as always. It is the Late Tea Time podcast. And uh, Late Tea Time Potters out there, welcome along, as always. And uh, we're looking at two events this time around. Uh, for, well, first of all, DT, how are you? Yeah, fine. Thank you. I just, you just caught me unawares there. Forget, forget my manners there. It's uh, so good to see you. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm all good. right. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, so, um, and uh, yeah, the things, things, uh, World Cup just around the corner, what's not to like? Cricket, so yeah. England won the um, T20 World Cup, everything, everything's good in the garden of James at the moment. Mm, good. Um, I mean, we're going to um, look at two tournaments this week, and uh, the reason we always come to you as late as possible, was it nearly 7.30 on a Wednesday night as, as things stand, um, is to give Dave his chance to wrap his gargantuan golfing brain around the latest news, gossip, and uh, information from the uh, golf courses around the world so we can bring you the very best bets. Uh, and DT, we're going to start off with the uh, DP World Tour Championship and uh, Rory McIlroy, he heads the market. He's three to one, which is pretty skinny, isn't it? John Rahm is five to one, nine to one for Matt Fitzpatrick, 11 to one Victor Hovland, my mate. Shane Lowry's 14s, Tommy Fleetwood is 16s, and Tyrrell Hatton is 20s. Um, where are you gonna go uh, in terms of this one? Well, I, I do think a big name will win this week. Um, so I'm going to look at the front end of the market. Um, is, is Rory too short at 320? He's playing really well, but is that too short? Just a bit. I mean, he's, if you go down his record, he's, he's had a load of second places in Dubai events. Uh, so he might just get pipped again. But he's got a massive chance. John Rahm's got a massive chance. 
But I'm not going too much further down. So from the course, um, Shane Lowry was saying that the rough is kind of as deep and as thick as he'd ever known it. So the, there'd be an emphasis on driving the ball well, which okay. obviously Ram and McElroy do, but um, maybe some of the others in the field don't as much, which makes me more think it will come down to this elite bunch. So I'm not going to far, too far uh, stray too far. So uh, Matt Fitzpatrick um, on the DP World Tour website, there's a story saying, Matt Fitzpatrick awarded DP World Tour honorary, honorary life membership today. So that was uh, a nice little boost for him. Um, and what, does then, that get, what does that get him? Um, Discount at the shop and stuff. 10% off, like. <laughs> and that's all right isn't it um so he he loves this event i mean look at his record in this event he's won it twice 2016 2020 was a runner-up last year as well he's also got a fourth and a ninth so played fantastic they, they asked him today why he likes it so much he said because it it asks for the two things that you need need to do well that he's really good at so driving it straight and putting well and he, he also talked about, he's, like, he's added some length to his game. So he talked about this week, people used to say, it's a long old course, this. how come you're not the longest hitter? How come you do do so well? But obviously, as he said, because I'd hit it straight and I put well. But he's in it further now, so he's going to be coming in with shorter clubs. So a guy that was excellent, brilliant on this course, you think he might even get even better. So yeah. all you really need to know that he's in decent shape so he's not won since that US Open but he was a uh, runner up in the Italian Open in September and uh, last time out he played the CJ Cup in South Carolina 13th finished with a pair of 68 so that was only a few weeks ago so he's in pretty good nick uh, Matt Fitzpatrick coming to a course that he absolutely loves so of those front three I think he's, ju- he's got just as good a chance as any of them and he's the bigger price. And he's a win-only bet. It's quite easy to work out where we're going to go with this as well, because he's nine to one across the board. He's basically nine to one everywhere. I mean, if you wanted to take him for a place, there's five places with some bookies and six places elsewhere. But as DT just said, win-only, nine to one for Matt Fitzpatrick. Is that you finished then in terms of the DP World Tour Championship? Or have we got anything else there? No, we'll, we'll go another one as well. We'll go Tommy Fleetwood. I think he said he was 16s. Um, yeah, his best price, 16 to 1. That's six places with the likes of Paddy Power, William Hill, 888 Sport, Betfair, etc. Yeah, so he won the Nedbank Golf Challenge last week. Um, came through to win that on a on a day when he thought it could be one of those ones that just slip away from him, but he got it done. Uh, so he comes in here with um, a lot of confidence. One thing I'm... A, I sort of vaguely knew this a bit, but he's now fully moved to Dubai. He lives there. His kids go to school there. I don't. I don't think I knew that he was so sort of involved okay. and um, part of the scenery in this part of the world. Um, but when he said he's he said today, when he said his kids go to school there, um, it made me think of the the Dubai Desert Classic. Um, Stephen Gallagher um, played in the Ryder Cup on home soil in 2014, but he was well best known for having an incredible record in the Dubai Desert Classic. Um, 
and when it was saying, well, he was Scottish, well, how come? And he said, well, he, he used to take his family on holiday there every year. So he knew it was like a special place for him. So maybe Tommy Fleetwood, it, it's getting towards that level uh, with him as well. I mean, he's so embedded in the place. You, you've seen down the years, Henrik Stenson lived there. He used to go on and win big events in Dubai. Uh, so I wonder if Tommy Fleetwood uh, can do something similar. Um, you know, we said last week about Houston, I'd played the course. I've played this mm-hmm. one as well. Yeah, I think it's, you tell me that. Yeah, it's a long old, the earth course. Mm. Yeah, it's a long old beast, isn't it? Yeah. It was good oh, fun that though. You yeah. get your um, you get your little uh, buggy with the sat nav in it and everything. It's uh, and then I think you, we got to the uh, the seventh hole. I think it had came off the seventh green, and you get back into your buggy, and it's got a, a notice up saying, "Would you like any drinks or burgers or anything at the uh, at the turn?" And you can order your food and things, and then you're off again. It's great, very nice. Yeah, yeah, very nice, very civilized. Yeah. Uh, so Tommy Flea would it. He's not got the same sort of record that Fitzpatrick has, but he was runner-up here in 2019, uh, was 10th 2020, so it's not bad. It's pretty good, really. Hmm. Um, he's obviously he's won other events in um, Abu Dhabi, um, in Dubai, so in the United Arab Emirates, let's get the region correct. Uh, he won the Abu Dhabi Championship twice, so he's, he's a winner in this part of the world. Now he's, it's his family home. Um, and then that thing about needing to drive the ball well, well, if you look at some of his uh, driving stats, they were a little bit in and out, but he was 16th for strokes gained off the tee in South Africa, as he was in the Open de Espana. So that part of his game um, is looking strong again. And yeah, just just this kind of added local angle, that's, that's the, the thing that you would have thought, well, he's on the shortlist anyway, but... Yeah, the fact that he plays here an awful lot now, um, just t- maybe just think of Stephen Gallagher and and him sort of cashing in on that kind of extra knowledge of the place. So I thought he was a big enough price at sixteens to have an each way bet. Yes, Matt Fitzpatrick nine to one on the nose, and Tommy Fleetwood sixteen to one. Um, six places each way with uh, a whole host of bookies there. Just shop around. You'll find that price uh, pretty uh, open for you everywhere you look. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. Let's uh, have a look then to the uh, RSM Classic and the top end of the market there. So he's uh, Brian Harmon. He's the uh, market leader, 20 to 1 for him. Tom Hogue is 25. He's got Seamus Power, 25s, as is Jason Day, 28 to 1 for Taylor Montgomery and uh, 33 to 1 for Keith Mitchell, DT. Yeah, I feel having put up too short priced. Golfers in Dubai, we need to go a bit longer here. Oh, we're going to get a nice big chunky one. Yeah, so I found a 100 to 1 chance. Oh, Uh, I like your style. 
which is nice. Um, Sepp Straker. Um, can you guess where he's from? Sepp Straker's from Sweden. No. Norway. Denmark. You need to move a bit south, a bit across. Czechoslovakia. Uh, think of a snowy region. Well, maybe we'll keep um, along with this. Has the snowy region. Go, we have to go to some snowy region. Straka. Say in. Sep. What's Sep? What sort of Christian name is that from? Have you heard of the German goalkeeper Sepp Meyer? Yes. He's from Germany. Next door. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Poland. Uh, Austria. Yes. Yay. Yes. Yeah, he's Austrian. Um, I think I get no points in the quiz there. Yeah, terrible. Um, <laughs> but let me just bring up uh, his stats here. He, um, he's he got some local history as well. Uh, he went to the University of Georgia. So he is a um, Georgia Bulldog. Uh, he knows this place very well indeed. Uh, so they've interviewed him today. And he said, yes, I love this place. Played junior golf here, played SECs here, uh, Southeastern Conference when he was with Georgia. Um, love coming to this tournament. Um, I've never played well here, but I'm hoping this is my year. So that's the, hmm, that's mm. not ideal, is it? Um, so I looked to see how badly he'd played. Yeah, it's not great. Um, he's missed the cut three times. 2020 was tied 44th, although in... In that tied 44th, he had rounds of 63 and 66. Um, it's one of these things where there's no good reason why he shouldn't play well here because it's a seaside course. He's from Georgia. He's played it a lot. Um, if you look at some of the courses that the form correlates well with, he was um, he had a near miss at Hilton Head earlier this year. Don't I know because I was on him at hundreds and he... Just needed to par the last, I think, to get in a playoff hmm. and couldn't do it, but he finished third there. Um, and then in two of his last eight starts, he's finished runner-up, so he's in pretty good form. Finished runner-up at St. At St. Jude and TPC Southwind. There's another course that correlates well with Sea Island this week. Uh, runner-up in the Sanderson Farms. So if you go through his form, it's, it's either it's a bit boom or bust. It, there's a lot of miscuts in there, but when he pops or when he plays his best golf yeah he can get right in there and a couple of others they interviewed today in georgia they interviewed uh, brian Harmon, who he said was favorite and harris english and they were both kind of praising him to the hilt saying what a good player he is um and then if you think well that course form is kind of bugging me because until you've done it there maybe you think well i, I want him i want him to prove he can play well there well let me give you the example of um Seamus Power. Can you guess where he's from? He's from Ireland. Yes, good. <laughs> I, know, I know he's from Ireland. Yeah. So Seamus Power, uh, last year he came here having missed the cut on all four occasions. Last year, um, as I say, no course form at all, and yet he played well on these similar type of courses. So you were thinking, yeah. why doesn't he play well here? Well, last year... Following that form of miscut, 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 he finished fourth. So that kind of helps prove the fact that I think 
Sepstraka, Strepsarka, that sounds better, doesn't it? Um, can, in theory, play this course really, really well. And the thing is, he's 100 to 1. Mm. Wow, that's a crazy old price for someone. In, in, in most sports, you only need to raise your level by a smidgen, don't you? Mm. And all of a sudden, you're on a different on a, on a different plane. So he only yeah. needs to uh, get off to a decent start and just raise his level a little bit, and he could be in the hunt. And if he were, if, if if this was just a kind of stylistic thing, where well, he just doesn't play well on these sort of seaside short courses, you think ah, it's not. But he does. He plays well on them. Mm. That, that one at Hilton Head, also in the Carolinas, so not far away. He nearly won that. So I think under two one, it's a dangerous old, but I wouldn't lay him at that price at, at all because whatever his form, he, he can get a string of miscuts like week after week, and then he'll suddenly click. And then I, th- and then I think you know the conditions are there for him to to do so. So I, I don't see how a player of his ability that that I mean he won the the Honda Classic earlier this year again that was on a Bermuda grass kind of windy track held off um Shane Lowry and it, it got the weather got quite grotty near the end and I think it's going to blow a bit this week but it's all stuff he's he's excelled in before and thrived in before so 100 to 1 I thought that's a, a great each way price it was just nice to hear kind of that extra links to the place that he's got we can get 100 to 1 eight places with Skybet mm. yeah absolutely so he doesn't need to win the thing to to land a, a decent return on, on that basis. Yeah, but if, he, if he's won the Honda Classic, he could well win the thing because that's a you know a, a pretty big event compared to this one. I mean, the, the field was has been weak, and Tony Finau was the big favourite who won last week. A week after we tipped him, by the way. Um, so he's pulled out. So you look at that front and if Brian Harmon's the favourite in the field, it's not the best field, is it? So Sepp Stryker to be 100 to 1 in a field like this. Have it. Have it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, and every now and again, um, we, we come up with a big price on this podcast. It wouldn't be the first time. So uh, Sepp Stryker, the Austrian, could be uh, carrying our money um, through till a Sunday with, uh, well, very nice pockets. Uh, um I, yeah, I like that. I'm going to have, I'm going to have a, a couple of my pounds on that as well. And I wouldn't as well. I wouldn't put anyone off. I mean, maybe you're putting some eggs in baskets, but I wouldn't put anyone off doubling him up with, say, Fleetwood each way. Mm. Yeah. So Tommy Fleetwood at yeah, 16 to 1, six places, and Sepp Stracker, um, 100 to 1, eight places. You could get a nice little double. Well, it'd be a massive double, that, wouldn't it? Yeah, brilliant, yeah. That'd be oh, a very oh, tasty oh. double. Yeah, or doubling with Fitzpatrick if you. Yeah. Because um, I can't think one of those two won't place. So, mm. and if Strucker comes off, yeah, it could be a big old week. DT, you're an absolute genius as always. Thank you very much for your time and your information on the uh, golf that's coming up. And uh, yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick, nine to one. Tommy Fleetwood, sixteen to one. Six places to win the DP World Tour Championship in Dubai. And the Austrian, as I found out today, Sepp Stracker, a hundred to one each way. He can get eight places with Skybet on him to uh, win the RSM Classic. DT, thank you very much, everybody out there. Thank you for watching as always. And we'll be back again around about the same time next week for more of DT's golf tips on the Late Tea Time podcast. We'll see you then. 
always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.